Soy el fuego que arde tu piel Soy el agua que mata tu sed El castillo, la torre Yo soy la espada que... Hi, welcome back. This is Scott Heim. And today I have with me Luis Perón, the executive director of the Rockport Center for the Arts. Luis, welcome. Thank you very much. One of the people I really like to sit down in an evening and just talk with. Luis knows about <laughs> a lot of things. A few, just a few. So I told you I'm going to start with something that you never saw coming. Okay. Um, when I used to have businesses, uh, I tried to train people, but I had to ask a question of new employees just to kind of gauge who I was dealing with and to set the stage. So I'm going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. uh, to be successful in business, if you want to run and be a successful business person, what is the one single most important thing you need to have? I think the most important thing is you really have to have an eye on the future and a sensibility for other people. You have to understand people at various levels, not just people at what you think your level is. I think it's really important to treat people kindly. Uh, but I think above that, I think just to have an eye in the future because there's always challenges. The uh, future is not constant. It's always changing. And I think understanding what might be coming is really important in order for you to succeed. Okay, so you're one of my philosophical people. <laughs> we're going to get back to that. That's not my answer. It's a good answer. It's not my answer. And we're going to tie back into it later. So for now, let's talk about Art Center business. Um, I think most people know that you guys are going to build a new building. Yes. And we have, uh, on part of the property, we have what's, is it Klein or Kleiny building? It's called Klein's Cafe building. That is really its, its official named Klein's Cafe. Okay. And it was, uh, it's an older building. It was an example of Art Deco. And yes. It's a historical building. So we're, we're, you're going to preserve it to do that uh, and, and to be able to build. The building's going to be moved, correct? That is correct. I don't think many people in town have seen a building of that magnitude built, but moved before. Um, actually, you know, I was talking to some people in the history groups uh, just yesterday, and uh, there's a considerable number of uh, historical assets in our community of Rockport and, and Fulton, and also Lamar across the bridge, uh, that have been relocated. In fact, uh, the Women's Center, Women's Club, sorry, in downtown on Austin Street, happens to be one of those. The History Center uh, on Cedar Avenue, uh, that there in Old Rockport, is another. Um, Stella Mar Maris, which is in Lamar, uh, was also moved. That is a Shell Creek building. Um, and the old art center building itself, which, uh, was on 902 Navigation District, right, uh, between Aransas Bay and Rockport Harbor. That was also moved from, uh, where the Travel Lodge Hotel, the Holiday Inn, I believe, near Poor Men's Country Club, that was moved across um, uh, Highway 35 to where it sat from 1984 to 2017. Well, in 2018, when it was demolished after being destructed by Hurricane Harvey. Well, there you go. That's why, why I like talking to you because I always <laughs> learn something. Um, I didn't, I knew wooden buildings. This one is, uh, what? 
cinder block and stucco over the top? It is. Yeah, we just found out. Uh, well, I knew this before because I lived in that building. And by living, I mean worked in that building for two years uh, since December, uh, well, since October of 17 until the end of last year. We operated out of that building. And so, yeah, we recently got confirmation that it is cinder block and it is stucco and it has a wooden uh, frame roof. Ah, okay. And it is on a um, concrete foundation also, not piers and beam. I didn't know that either. So there you go. Um, it is, you guys have brought in a, a specialist. You've brought in someone that, that, that knows what they're doing. Obviously, this is, you didn't just pick someone and say, hey, I think I can move a building that big. Yeah. I, as you probably know, and most of the community knows, we've been working on this for for the better part of the last year and, and maybe a little more uh, than that. Um, and uh, yes, we are working with an outfit from Sinton. Uh, it's called Ram House Movers Incorporated. And uh, um, the uh, principal there, her name is Lily Wilkinson. She uh, started her business in 2012 and she has moved considerable uh, amounts of buildings. One of the most significant projects that she worked on was the moving of the Stillman House from Corpus Christi all the way to Brownsville. That is now a museum. It's a considerable distance. I don't know how many miles there are between Corpus and Brownsville. I've driven it. It's over three hours. And uh, and now she's going to uh, help us relocate the Klein building so we can save it and uh, elevate it because it, right now, where it's presently located, it's below, you know, the FEMA grade elevations. Okay, so there's a couple of things that I wanted to get in. One is you met last night with the historical groups. They're yeah. they're on board. They understand uh, the building's going to be moved. It's going to stay a part of downtown. It's going to move over a street, but it's still going to be there, right? Yeah, it's going to be there. Uh, the trajectory that it will follow, just for those that are not aware, uh, we've written a very dense relocation plan. Uh, with Lily Wilkinson, with Ram House Movers, and also the uh, um, the person that will eventually own the building, which is Upside Ventures. It's a corporation owned by a gentleman by the name of Ron Myers, and uh, it will travel from its present location uh, after it's elevated uh, down North Street, and then it will turn left on South Magnolia, and it will travel a little over two blocks to the corner of South Magnolia and St. Mary's. So are we going to have an event? Are we going to bring in a band and have everybody come down? Well, I've got to watch it happen. <laughs> uh, well, I think a lot of people are very interested in watching it happen. Uh, it's going to take 30 days uh, to elevate it from its present uh, position. And so if you don't get bored, you know, on day number three of watching the slow jacking up of the, of the building, um, but you can always come back to the end when it actually starts traveling. Okay. But one of the things that we want to do, and we're working with the, Aransas uh, County Historical Society a group uh, led by Cheryl Livingston, who's become a great friend. Uh, we want to do a time-lapse uh, video of that so that it could perhaps be utilized in an exhibition in the future in the new Art Center building. No, you guys are on top of everything. That, that's, a, that's a good... So one of the th other things I wanted to mention was that... Um, 
it's not something you take lightly. As I understand, you're you between you and Ron Myers, you're you're going to spend about am I right four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars moving a building that's on the books for seventy thousand something like that. It's more like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's uh, correct. Yeah, fifty thousand here, fifty thousand there. Okay, three fifty. <laughs> What's fifty thousand between friends? But but it is the the fact is we're you're it's the it's the historical value and it's being taken quite seriously. We are taking it quite seriously. We didn't do it right the first time. Um, You know, the community values this building very much and uh, the art center, uh, our staff, our board, we're joy makers. We don't want to hurt people. We don't want to make people upset. And we've worked really, really hard to make sure that this building is saved. And in its uh, future location on the corner of South Magnolia and St. Mary's, uh, it will be uh, elevated so that it's not at risk of being flooded as it is today. So communication is hard. I was I I worked as a consultant. If you go into a business uh, and you give them three choices, you say make a list. What are the three top problems, top hurdles for this business? Communication is going to be one of the top three on nearly every single person's list. That is correct. And I don't care how hard you try. It's a difficult thing, partly because you say what goes comes out of your mouth and out of your brain is not always what goes into the other person. You have to work at it. You do. I write a lot of press releases, and I've been writing press releases for the Art Center for uh, five and a half years. I've been there five and a half years. And I really value communication. It's very important. And getting the correct message across is extremely important uh, to make sure that people don't have misconceptions. Well, here's a place to break in about misconceptions. I understand people are going to begin seeing some activity at the Art Center very soon. You've gotten something approved. uh, And they're going to begin seeing something. And some people might knee-jerk to it. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that happened last night, you know, we have uh, petitioned uh, the city of Rockport because uh, the building and our future facility is located in the Heritage District in order to uh, do what we're about to do, which is to move the building. uh, You know, you have to make a, a petition. And one of the things that was approved last night is the demolition of the back of the building, which is not considered historical. So we went before the mayor and the city council and we explained uh, how that is going to happen. Uh, there's a, a very small part of the back of the building that was added on much later. I have been told in the 60s, although I've not been able to confirm that. And uh, it's it was built on a different slab altogether. And um, removing that from the original Klein's Cafe is going to also give us uh, additional information that we can utilize as we prepare to move the building itself. Okay. What I want to be sure and help get across is this is what's referred to as the kitchen. It's an add-on. It's not historic. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to come off the original building. The historic building is going to be preserved. So if you see someone tearing down part of Klein's cafe, it's the kitchen, it's the back part. It's not historical. Everything's okay. Right. That is exactly right. And yeah, I realize that how that might, you know, be, uh, uh, scary, uh, to watch when we have, I mean, I've made a, a solemn promise to my community, to uh, that we will not, you know, destroy the building. I did that in August of 2018. But this is a step that has to happen because you can't lift uh, the original part of the building and this one 
together. This part has to go. Uh, it has a separation. Uh, I understand uh, that the demolition of that portion of the building is simp- is going to be simplistic because it just there is a separation there that is very evident. If you go up to the building, you can actually see it. And extreme care is going to be utilized in order for us, you know, uh, to preserve the integrity of the original client's cafe. So it's no big deal. If you if you hear this, people who listen, you might want to either spread the word or tell somebody, give them a link and tell them to listen. They're going to be taking it off. It's no big deal. It's simple. It's not the historic part. Don't panic. Correct. Now, was there something else you wanted especially to get in today? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I talked about the demolition um, <clears throat> uh, permit being approved. That happened last night. Our relocation plan is with the Texas Historical Commission. I want people to understand that we're not working in a vacuum. You know, we are working with all the history groups here locally. Uh, everything that we do because of the Economic Development Administration grant uh, is being signed off by the state, the Texas Historical Commission, as it relates to the relocation of the Clients Cafe, as well as the Economic Development Administration and the City of Rockport and then the Arts Center uh, leadership. An MOA, a Memorandum of Agreement, was entered into by all four entities for uh, the relocation of the building itself. That was signed a couple of weeks ago, and so we are moving uh, forward to the next steps, which is the actual the nitty-gritty of the work that has to happen to make the move. Okay, and I, I hopefully you'll come back again. Uh, there are some other things that I think should probably be talked about about the 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 new building, but for now that's the big. I want to talk about some things I want to talk about. Okay, yeah, let's, all right, let's do it. All right, so I ask you my question: the most important thing to have, the most important thing to be successful in business, and the correct answer is customers. <laughs> you know, yes, and and it's a it sounds so simple, but it gets overlooked by businesses all the time. You have to have customers. The art center has a mission, and you part of it is to bring art in in various forms to the community, but a big portion of it is to support artists mm-hmm. and what they do. And in order for an artist to to buy paint and have a studio and groceries. They have to have customers. That's correct. Uh, and in the art world, a lot of the time, that's known as patrons. It is a lot of the time wealthier people, but it, it, there are people who are who are um, eager to to support artists and to buy art. Correct. That is correct. Uh, and here in Rockport, it's a very we are in a very special position, and I understand that responsibility that we have to be sort of the in between the inner link that brings the artists together with the collectors or patrons uh, or whatever we want to call them or the community itself or the visitors, because uh, we're blessed in Rockport that, you know, our customers are not just locals. You know, we have winter Texans as a customer. Uh, We have uh, visitors from major Metro who we advertise for directly to come to our festivals and events. That's a customer. And then we have the community itself. All right, but I'm trying to get to something. Sure. The design of the new building, it's been brought up many times, and it is a a style that is different for Rockport. And I've, you know, I've come to understand more that there's some people that that don't like the design. 
And I'm going to tell you, I'm not crazy about it. Not okay. my cup of tea. But your mission to support artists, working artists, um, they need patrons. And the design of this building uh, is, I would say, fairly typical uh, for an art center, for a museum. It is something that art patrons will understand Right. perhaps more than some of us, you know, we, we, we live here in a beach community, but this was really designed for artists and for art, art patrons, correct? That is correct. So our architect, uh, David Richter, Elizabeth Shue Richter, they're award-winning architects and I, not to put, you know, design, uh, words in their mouth cause they're not here to speak about it. But when we initially started the conversation, with David about, uh, you know, what we wanted this to look like. And by the way, we work with three architects. Lake Flato was one, uh, Dykema Architects in Corpus Christi was another. And then we settled with, uh, with Richter Architects. So one of the things that he told me is that he, you know, one of uh, his inspiration boards for this building was the Manil collection in, uh, in Houston, Texas. And so there is some similarities to, to that building. That building was designed by a world renowned architect named Renzo Piano, who also designed the Whitney Museum of American Art in New York. It sits right adjacent to the Hudson. It looks like a huge, beautiful boat. Uh, it's a gorgeous building. I was in it in 2018. And, um, and so that is kind of the aesthetic that we are chasing. It will have hardy plank wood. It will be the, uh, envelope, the exterior. It has some uh, light dormers on the second floor of the art center building. There is a one-story building in the art center side of the street, and that will be the ceramic studio. It's going to be our largest classroom. It's a huge revenue maker for us. And then uh, it will be uh, tied to the opposite side, which is the north side of of our properties, uh, where the performing arts and convention center will reside. Uh, by a sculpture garden, and so a fifteen well, to sixteen thousand square foot sculpture garden. One of the one of the messages I wanted to get out, and I think it might surprise some people. Um, I, I looked at it and I thought, eh, you know, that's not my cup of tea. But I also know I'm not an artist, and sometimes it's good to sit back and see what we can learn from other people. So mm-hmm. it is. It was. It was not uh, done callously. It is a part of your mission. Uh, for the Rockport Center of the Arts, and it was designed around artists. It was designed for artists. I mean, the the specificity of the rooms and what they're going to be used for. I mean, it's going to be like a, a a gold dream for us who have operated. You know, a and um, at nine hundred two Navigation, that building was, as you know, a Victorian uh, sort of a, a rendering, uh, and uh, you know, it was uh, somebody else's house. And we converted it into an art center. And uh, uh, although it was magical uh, and great things happened there, I mean, it just wasn't appropriate for uh, the showcase of art, for the education components that we value so much for y- the youth and adults. This building is is really going to be a, a showplace uh, for art. It's going to have three galleries, uh, three or four classrooms. I can't remember right now if it's four. I think it is four. And then on the opposite side, we're going, and it's going to have administration offices as well, a room for a permanent collection in the upstairs because we have a significant two-dimensional art collection that a lot of people don't even know because we've never been able to showcase it. And it's been growing since I've been here. And then a, uh, a lot of space in the gardens 
for uh, a growing sculpture garden collection, which is what we are known for. Okay, so I want to. We're. I've learned if we run too long, we begin to lose people's interest. So there's one other thing I want to talk about because I want to talk about it. Uh, you're going to build this second building, and we'll talk at another time. We'll talk more about the multi multi purpose center, the the pack as they call it. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to talk about that, but one of the big things, the thing that really appealed to me. Um, when, when I looked at the, the, you know, the building, the second building, I was not necessarily, you know, enthusiastic, but it's going to have a center. It's going to have a performing art. There more, there's more art than, than just painters and sculptors. And one is performing arts when it's, it's music and you're going to have a venue inside for, for music. It's been designed with acoustics in mind. Um, I was over at the Concrete Street Amphitheater, you know, a while back. I heard a concert, and it was an artist I know. I know every word to every song. And if I didn't, I wouldn't have known any words to any song. The acoustics were horrible. Mm -hmm. You can put up a building, but this has been designed for performing arts, for music, correct? That is correct. Uh, it's going to have a very large room. It's going to be the home for a film festival. So obviously, you want to go see a movie the sound is very important. It's not just the, the optics that are important in, in film and the same with music and with dance. Uh, you want, want to be able to have crisp, clean sound that matches up to what you're, what you're seeing, uh, the movement that you're seeing, uh, whether it's a dancer, whether it's a different type of a performing, uh, art or whether it's a dance, uh, troupe or whether you're listening to, a uh, four-string quartet or a rock performance. And we want to make sure that what we deliver to Rockport is a facility where people can come of all ages and enjoy incredible performances uh, like never before. The, the thing that really excited me, the passion that it brought out in me, is the thought, the possibility of bringing music to this community that people, and especially young people, might never hear or might not hear until they're grownups mm -hmm. in a town this size. We having it be associated with the art center means that there's such a, such an opportunity to bring in music and to, to open someone up to something that they never get exposed to. You, you, you heard the intro music. I changed it for you. <laughs> you, you want to tell people who that was? Um, I don't know. I can't remember the Rodrigo, name. Rodrigo Amarante. That's right. Rodrigo Amarante. And that is the theme song to a show called Narcos, which is, uh, I think, on Netflix, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 Rod, my dream would be to opening night to talk him into coming in. It is something, it's an exposure that we would love in this community. But there are others. There's another one that... Um, I may, I may close with if I've, if I've got it handy. Uh, but there's a guy named Dirk Powell. He's a, he's a virtuoso. M musicians love to play with him. They love to do duets, uh, usually Americana, but he's a guy the community would love. And he would come to a venue this size okay. if there was a proper place. And, and the, the thought of that, the opportunities there for this community, that second building, I want to talk more about it, but just the music alone justifies it for me. I, it's going to be so much more, but I know you've got exposure to, to, to music. You've lived in a lot of places. I have. I've lived, um, well, I've lived in 
the United States. I've lived in Mexico. I was born and grew up there. When I was a young adult in the 90s, I uh, you know, lived in Mexico City for a while uh, on a sabbatical. And um, I've traveled you know, a lot all over the, all over the world. Uh, it's exciting for me to experience other cultures. And I want to you know, bring what I know of other cultures you know, to my community and share it with um, you know, our public. And I think our public is going to grow. Our customers are going to grow to tie it back to what you said earlier. And uh, we are very excited about the future. Just this uh, coming December, you know, our board is going to start uh, doing some strategic planning for the next three years. And a big topic of conversation is what are we going to do with a performing arts and convention center? And I will bring your ideas about some of the artists that you want to bring. And, um, and I'm sure we can make some of it happen. Well, we, uh, we have opportunities and the beauty of this center, the two buildings, the, the second building has opportunities that I think a lot of people don't recognize yet, but it's not just to bring people from outside the community. It is to bring this art into this community. That is correct. And the other thing that this uh, Performing Arts and Convention Center will house is a culinary arts kitchen for instruction. We have a lot of people that are very passionate about gastronomy. Um, you know, I'm one of them. Uh, and, um, and I think, you know, we can make some great opportunities happen and bring in renowned chefs from across the state of Texas to teach us what they know and the, so that we can implement it here in our community. There are going to be some people that are entertained by that, that are enriched by that, but there are going to be a few. And again, it's my hope for the young people. I think about the high school students. There are going to be a few that have their world open, their mind open by something that they see here. And I'm looking forward to it. I've talked about music. I got a, I, I gave you a special intro. I've got another one. I've got an outro that's just for you. You'll recognize it. I don't think we're going we're gonna to get him to come play for us, and you know why, but uh, this one's for you, Luis. Thanks for being here. Thank you. You might become the new Terry Gross in Fresh Air in Rockport. I really enjoy this. Thank you, Scott, and to all of your listeners. Mm-hmm.